Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 117. And today I have this incredible, happy, joyful soul for you. His name is Spencer Jones, and here is his bio. Spencer ignites people's lives to chase their passion and helps others to live their life to the max. Known as the Prince of Positivity, which is true, you can you can tell just from looking at him. He shares his positive energy and spreads joy around the, the world. He does it by sharing tips and tricks and strategies to help others through their through his daily energize podcast, along with the jo- Johnson for Academy and various events. On a side note, this is what took me by surprise. On a side note, he is a classically trained pianist and choir director who has published three books and has been published in multiple magazines and websites. Oh my God, I can't wait to hear more about you. Welcome to my podcast. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm super excited to be here, have an amazing conversation and share some love and energy with everybody who tunes in. Yes, well, let's do it. Okay, Spencer, I love to hear a little bit about you growing up as a child. Were you always this happy? Tell it's me. A, yeah, it's a great question. Um, for me, yes and no. I've, I've been more of the optimistic child. I always have been more optimistic growing up. But I used to let life determine how I was going to feel, right? If things were going well that day, I was happy. If things didn't go well, I, well, wasn't happy. I was upset. Uh, and so for me, I really let life kind of go, but I had, I was more primed, I, sh- I would say, to have an optimistic viewpoint. Now, growing up, I was homeschooled, unlike uh, the majority of my peers and, and friends out there. So I was homeschooled from the third grade all the way up through high school. And then after I graduated high school, then I went to college and uh, got my got my degree in music education and all that good stuff, which we could chat. But yeah, I started out being homeschooled. So it was interesting. It was a, a little more of an isolated environment, quiet environment. So the, the, the energy of the people around me was different than a, a friend of mine or, or peers who went to school. Okay, so being homeschooled, a lot of people, by the way, now they're doing that uh, for so many reasons that I don't want to mention right now. Schools are not being a good example, a lot of them, at least not all of them. So did you find it difficult to make friends because you were homeschooled and you were not like in a typical classroom with boys and girls and all that? Was it difficult to make friends or you were fine? It was difficult in a sense Um, for me I was an out, I'm an outgoing person. I'm an, um, not an introvert. I'm an extrovert. God, I couldn't think of the word for a second. I'm an extrovert. So making friends is easier for me, but I still didn't have a ton of opportunities to do that. Now, my brother was very much so an introvert and he was homeschooled. And so he did not make friends nearly as quickly or easily as I did. My parents helped with that, uh, trying to get us to have some socializations with joining other homeschooled families in our area for different events, different things. Um, I was a musician. I uh, went to school for band and Mm -hmm. I played the oboe throughout my years in middle school and high school. And that's why I was able to make some friends kind of through band, but not as much. The thing that really allowed us to, to create those friendships were our PE class that we signed up for is a bunch of homeschooled families. We got together 
and we did ballroom dance class oh, and lessons if you believe it or not so okay. we we got together i did it for five years i absolutely loved it um we we learned routines uh, we competed we had we just had a blast so i got to know other kids my age who were homeschooled at our ballroom dance get-togethers on tuesday then friday night they had an open dance for everyone and for everyone anyone who wanted to come so my friends and i would go and we would just dance and and do ballroom dancing i, I don't know how many teenagers that that i could think of or, or know that what are you doing and, you know 16 17 year old boy what are you doing on a friday night i'm going to the ballroom we're just gonna go dance and have some fun and yeah. uh that's uh, that helped me socialize and get out there yeah so it was not too bad because you were you had this dancing classes and the music and and all that so it was not that bad really okay right. talk to me after you did college how did you get into all this uh this passion of helping people yeah so well it's interesting because uh, as i said i was a musician younger and that carried through throughout college i wanted to to share music i wanted to write movie scores was the initial plan uh and write the music behind the movies I still like to do that at, at points but oh it shifted into becoming okay i need insurance i need a job a straight up job at the time at least that was the stories that i was told and i listened to so I got became a music educator, got my degree in music education uh, and for middle uh, elementary through high school. And I taught for nine years in the middle school and high school classrooms. And I loved it. It was so much fun to teach kids how to sing and how to have fun. But but really, the thing that brought me joy was, yes, them singing, but it was a community that we created, the safe place we created for the kids where they could go away from the stressors of a family of the struggles in other classrooms or friends or that aren't friends anymore you know all the drama the streets right all of yeah. it yeah. that yeah. they could come here to a safe place and know that they are loved they're cared about and that they can learn to express themselves and they could do it through music and we could teach music and learn how to do all that good stuff too but it was really that connection and so as i was teaching i was all in i was loving it probably seven or so years into it, uh, seven out of the nine years, I started to feel called to do something else, like pushed or pulled. It's not that I didn't love teaching. I did, but I could tell my heart wasn't into it as much as it has been before. And for me, realizing that, I'm going, okay, if my heart's not into it as much, I'm doing a disservice to my students because I'm not able to serve them as much. I'm still able to create amazing communities and, and bring this together but it's not the same. It's not as impactful as it could be. Yeah. So I started to see what what could that be. Uh, in in the meantime, I started working out and getting fit. I gained over 40 pounds throughout uh, college and, and into teaching. And I just wasn't happy with the way I looked and felt. So I started working out. And then from there, that led me to coaching other people to help get fit through uh, Beachbody and, and all of their programs. Love doing that. Loved helping people realizing, oh, this is cool. I like it. And, um, and with that, with Beachbody, they really promoted doing personal growth, personal development. I'm like, at first I was like, nope, I'm good. I don't even like professional development because man, those in-services that we have to go through as teachers that barely anything really pertains to me. It seems like such a waste of time. Personal growth has to be the same thing. Well, they kept saying it over and over and over again. And I listened to a couple of my friends. So I'm like, all right, let's try it. But the problem was I I really disliked reading. 
I disliked reading for since I was a kid. I just struggled with it and I never learned to love it. Well, then so some people suggested, well, why don't you try an audiobook? Like, those are cool, or I, let's let's try those. So I'm like, okay, I love listening to um the Lone Ranger as a kid on, on books on tape. So I, let's try this books on tape or CDs, uh, the audiobook version now. So I was cheap. I didn't even do Audible. I rented a book from the library, <laughs> an audiobook on the library, and it was Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy. And oh my gosh. Oh, that's an incredible book. Oh my gosh, it was yeah. so, so good. Mm-hmm. And what I did is I, I listened to it. I started implementing the, the suggestions that they gave in day one. And literally by day two, seeing the results I had just within day one, the, the way I felt, the way I, I looked at life, I was, I was hooked. And so then I just started listening to, to tons of personal development. And then a friend of mine said, hey, I'll send you a book. I'll just give it a shot and read it. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll read it. So it was a book, Chop Wood, Carry Water, another amazing book by Joshua Metcalf, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's a short book, simple, easy read. But then the, the lessons in there were amazing. And they had short chapters. So I had quick, easy wins as a person who struggled reading. That was, a, that was needed for me. And it kept me motivated to keep going. Then it's like he knew I finished a book. I didn't tell him, but I finished that book within like a week or two weeks. He sent me another one. Uh, called The Energy Bus, which again, highly recommend The Energy Bus. It's another awesome book that again, short, quick read. And I cruised through that. And oh my gosh, it it opened my eyes to being in control of your mindset, of positivity, of all these different things that I was already starting to learn from the other books of personal moment that I started to love reading. And so what happened for me is I started with fitness. And after I started doing personal development, listening and working on myself, myself being my first client, I then said, well, let's help other people feel this way. So I started doing some one-on-one mindset work, helping other people and learning how I could serve them best. And then that guided me to doing what I'm doing today, where uh, I made the transition and became a full-time entrepreneur. I left teaching in the classroom, teaching from stage, quote unquote, now where I can help people have a positive, abundant mindset, how to to manage their energy so that they could shine their light the brightest. Uh, and, you know, we have a bunch of different things that we do that with, but it's been such a fun adventure and honor to help people. And just like what I was teaching, the kids, when they get that aha moment, right, that music clicks, the the idea happens, you're like, Oh my gosh, it's like their their eyes widen, the world open up. I imagine you've had experience like that in somewhere in our life. Well, I get that same thing with adults. And instead of just it being in a classroom, it's literally around the world. We have I help people all the way from Australia to the UK to Turkey, all over the United States, Canada, and all over. It's been such a blessing to help people have the aha moment yeah. to believe and love who they are in themselves and to shine their light because when they shine, they help ignite other people's lights. Wow, that's incredible. Okay, besides the books you mentioned, mention to me five audio books that changed your life. Oh my gosh, five audio. Can I just I, I don't know if I could do audiobooks. I just name books because I've started. Okay, yeah, books are yeah, fine because you said you said uh you started with audiobooks, that's why. Okay, eat that frog was one, and then eat that yeah. frog. Um oh, okay, well to eat that frog will do um chop wood carry water the energy bus three must reads or listens right there Mm -hmm. um the five second rule by mel robbins was a is a great book too and then james clear what um 
Uh, oh my Atomic god! Habits. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, James Clear is. Um, oh my god! I just took it out again. Uh, what is the title of the book? I think it's Atomic Habits. Yeah, Atomic Habits. Yeah, I read it like um, a few years ago, and uh, it's, the name has been coming up quite a bit. So I did then took it out again, but I haven't started it. Yeah, that's that book is great. So you haven't read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill yet? Um, I have it, but I haven't read it yet. But I, I've heard it's such an amazing book, and I can't wait it to is. read it. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it is like uh, it changed a lot of people's lives. Um, it's the whole story, the whole book. You have to get the original one because there are okay. so many versions of them now, mm. but get the original one. Yeah. OK, so those books. And then you wrote books. Right. <laughs> Talk to me about that. So um, on this figuring out of what I want to do and how I shine my light best, because I didn't know that that's what I was like. I knew I, I taught in the classroom, but I wasn't considering myself like a, my purpose, my light was to be a teacher. And only recently have I discovered or I, I discovered the best word for it, that, oh, I am a teacher. This is who I am, right? I'm this igniter of lights. So I was experimenting, trying to figure it out before. And so for me, I, I chased one of my passions, which is something I hope everybody does that you chase your passions because that brings you joy, yeah. re-energizes you, all that. One of my passions is kayak fishing. So I was lucky enough where I had a mini series and I traveled the country kayak fishing and I took people along on adventures and I had a blast uh, writing for different magazines and articles. And then based on a couple of my experiences, um, I wrote a book. One's a really short book about kayak fishing offshore. Uh, we chased sailfish out of our kayaks, you know, fish that are six, seven, eight feet plus long out of our, our 12 foot kayaks. So that was fun. Um, another one's just a compilation of my adventures of different kayak fishing adventures and how a person could go uh, around the world, essentially kayak fishing and the different ways to do it from really cheaply and inexpensively to the the lush kind of life of of making it happen. So uh, it's been been fun writing those books. Mm -hmm. And from there, it was like, well, this is great. Uh, and I'll, I'll, let me say this. I wrote those articles and books when I disliked reading. This is the funniest part. I disliked reading so much, but yet I'm like, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to do this so I can help people. So I wrote a book. My wife, thank God, is an amazing uh, writer and editor. And so she took it and edited them and helped me on, on my horrible English to to really make it what they what they are. And then then I started reading and really absorbing even more. I'm like, OK, I'm getting the itch to write another book, but I want to do something different. So I then took what I've learned and through my personal development journey, all the books I've read, all the work I've done on myself, all the work I put on and helped with my clients, I put into it a book, a personal development called Chase Your Passions. It's the no-nonsense guide to living your life to the max. And that book is designed to help you walk you through and give you the tools and strategies to create a roadmap to, to make your dreams a reality for you, to live your life to the max, get the most out of life. So that was a fun adventure, uh, writing that book that's been a couple of years now. That came out in April of 2020. And I would say last year, uh, I, I don't know if the people listening, after you write a book, you're like, I'm done writing books. Like, this is good. I'm, I don't ever have to write another book. <laughs> and then for me, at least about a year later, I went, I think I want to write another book. I don't know. I got this, this urge. So uh, I'm again, mixing it up and I'm working on my fourth book, which is 
totally opposite. Instead of being a nonfiction, it's a fiction book. It's going to be a, a story, a narrative uh, of this person, but teaching the, the concepts of positive mindset, of energy, sovereignty, of all the stuff we teach, but through this narrative. And totally different. Um, I started it. I had to put it away for a bit because life got crazy busy and it just wasn't feeling right at the time. But now in 2023, I'm going to pick it back up and uh, and make it happen so we can release it either end of 2023 or 2024. Uh, have that book out for people. Amazing. Did you uh, can you share the title of your uh, personal development book? What is the title of the book? Yeah, it's called Chase Your Passions. Chase Your Passions. I love the title of it. Can you send it to me in messenger like i, I would really love, love a copy okay okay yeah, and can't wait for your 2023 um book also thank you thank you think okay. of it like uh, the way i'm thinking about it, it's like kind of like the alchemist kind of uh -huh. uh, but a different obviously a different storyline so it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun one can you believe the alchemist like how it became did you read I... the whole story of how it was rejected by so many so many people. I, yeah. That would be one of my top fives too. I don't know. I have like so many alchemists, think like a monk I throw in. I don't know. Let's yes. do like a top 100 and we might touch them all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the alchemist, that story is so incredible about just being denied, 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 and then finally getting it. And then reading more about how that story shifted personally. If you read his other books, it's, ah, it's, it's amazing. I know. I know. Like I couldn't, like I was literally like at night i couldn't like it would fall on my chest i fall asleep that's how much i didn't want to leave it because i wanted to know what's going to happen next what's going to happen next i love mm -hmm. books like that yeah it's an incredible book so mm -hmm. i'm guessing your 2023 is going to be something similar that's the hope the hope is that it's a page turner and people will be falling asleep reading it because in the sense not that it's boring but because they just can't wait to see it and their eyes are yeah. closing on them so yeah. uh we are hoping yeah, fingers crossed. Okay, talk to me. Uh, you've been in magazines, your website, and talk to me about your podcast. So yeah, we. Uh, I just want to help people, right? I want to help ignite light. So what's one of the ways we could do that? One of the ways that has grown a lot and still is, is podcast. So I started a podcast, I, I can think of this, really, I can, um, four years ago. Um, oh, wow. Like 2018, that sounds right, 2018. Okay. Like, or maybe, no, I, I thought it was 2019, my mistake. So 2019, I started um, a podcast called The Jones and Four Show. Okay. Jones and Four is the name of our business, and it's about, okay. you know, what are you Jones and Four? What do you want? What are you craving? So The Jones and Four Show is uh, me talking either solo shows and or doing interviews with people to help offer tips, tricks, strategies, so you can live your life to the max. We've had Olympians on. We've had people who have survived cancer. We've had people who uh, are just seeming your run-of-the-mill ordinary people, but have gone through amazing experiences and can offer their wisdom to wisdom. people. So we yeah. started with that, and we did 130 episodes, and then we put a hiatus on that. We're bringing it back for season two here in February of 2023. So we're bringing that back for about a 2025 episode season two. Mm -hmm. And then last year of September of 2021, we started the Daily Energize. So it's a five-day week podcast, Monday through Friday, where you get short episodes that are five to 10 minutes long. 
to help give you a jolt of energy and a quick tip to start your day. Cause we're thinking, okay, people are going to work. Uh, maybe they're driving to work or maybe they're at home and they, they just want to get their mindset set for the day or be in the right focus and, and mindset to really crush their goals and dreams of that day. So let's make a podcast, something short, something sweet that they can really take home and, and, and rock and roll with. So five to 10 minutes, I've heard people listen to it in the car, in the shower, different things that they're ready to go uh, every day. And I am going to be one of those people from today. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> You're you. welcome. Okay. Uh, just a question on leadership a little bit. Mm. What makes a great leader? That is a great question. And I would imagine you get a lot of different responses. Yeah. For me, I would say a great leader is a person who shows by example, who helps guide, not guide other people to being their best, to shining their light the best, that they are a person who's heart-centered, who's there, who's caring, who's not forcing, not um, micromanaging at all, but being supportive, almost more like a coach in a sense of helping those people be at their best, but yet give them the tools and strategies they need along the way, kind of like what a coach would do. So the person who, what makes a good leader is a person who, who loves, who cares, and is there for their team. Yeah. Excellent response. I really like it. I really, really love it, actually. Okay, so what would you say to all those who are struggling with mental health right now? Um, and a lot of suicides are happening, especially since COVID, right? A uh, young and the middle-aged and the older ones, it's happening a lot. What would you say to the younger generation who is struggling with mental health? What would you advise them? As a person who has struggled myself, who was on the verge of committing suicide, um, oh my God. That, that to know you're not alone, I know that you feel like you are alone in that time, that no one's there, no one cares, no one's going to listen. I know that's what it feels like, but no, that's not true, that there are people who care, that there's uh, people and organizations you can reach out to. Heck, reach out to me. Even if we don't know each other, reach out, right? You can find me on social media. You can send me an email, spencer at spencermjones.com. I got you. I'll be there, right? Um, and I could help direct you to other amazing people who will be there for you. But with saying that, I know it's not always easy or comfortable and you want to do the work. For me, it came down to a belief system that I was struggling to, to love me for me. I let my guilt, my shame just bury me. And I know that's not necessarily the case for everyone, but I believe for a lot of us, we let that guilt and shame drown us. Like you're trying to drink from that fire hose and all it's doing is just drowning you with the guilt, the shame, the struggle, the anxiety, the stress, all of those things that remember that you, first of all, are not alone, but that you are amazing just the way you are, that you are worthy to have those goals and dreams. I don't care what other people say telling you you're stupid or you're dumb or ugly or whatever. No, you are worthy of your goals and dreams. You are worthy just the way you are and that you are enough just the way you are. You don't have to do anything or change anything or prove anything to anyone that you are enough just the way you are. What I realized on my journey, when I had to look inward 
And I realized, oh, oh, I don't, I don't love Spencer. Heck, I, I didn't like me. I didn't love me. Heck, there's points that I hated me, hated me because of the choices that I made. I let my ego build me up and it made, and I followed through with choices that were damaging, that hurt me, that hurt people I love. And it was overwhelming. And so what I had to realize is, okay, I'm human. We all make mistakes. Let's learn from it. Let's grow from it as much as we can. There's always a positive in everything. It might be very small and seem minuscule, but there's a positive. Grab onto that and just hold on, keep working, and then you'll start to see more and more and more. And for me, I realized once I started doing that work, and I said, okay, I'm human. Let's work on this. Okay, why am I constantly beating myself up? Why is my inner bully giving me these guilt trips left and right? Why am I doing these things? And for me, I realized I felt and I believed that I needed to prove myself, to prove who I was to everyone, anyone. That's what got guided me for so long in my life. That's what led me to make those decisions as to prove myself and to realize I don't need to. You don't need to. No one needs to prove themselves at all. We're good. We don't have to prove them to anyone else or even ourselves. Because you are enough just the way you are. So i saying it for people who are struggling right now. Remember, you're not alone. Remember, you are amazing. You are awesome. You are worthy. And you are enough just the way you are. I'm getting emotional. Sorry. It's, so oh, don't be sorry. It's yeah. So many people are struggling. Suicide rates are going up. Uh, it's sad that people who have had experiences in their lives uh, wanting to commit suicide or have that some people are trying to, to silence them, to have them not share their story. And I say that needs to change. That needs to change. We need people to share their stories because it needs to be okay to talk about it. It needs to be okay to be like, you know, I'm struggling. That's okay, right? And that's that's what I'm here to do and, and other people are here to do is to support you and go, no, you're not alone. We got you. We got you. You're part of our family. Beautiful advice. Thank you so much. That is a much, much needed advice because I personally since COVID knew eight, but in the last five weeks, four, two of them were in their 20s. One was in his 40s. One was in his early 50s. Oh in five gosh. in the last five weeks i'm so, so sorry yeah so uh, thank you but um yeah it's not getting any easier and it's just getting and then the bullying like in schools for the younger generation you know and it's uh okay one more advice for the bullies please one more advice for the bullies yeah ask yourself this if you are bullying someone else maybe you don't even realize you're bullying someone else but whatever action you take, is it responding with love? Is it something that you would want done to you? So many bullies hurt others because they've been hurt and they're just trying to deal with it or don't know how to deal with it. So they just lash out. Maybe that's you if you're a bully. Maybe it's not. But I invite you to think of this. Is what I'm doing, is what I'm saying, is it responding with love? Whatever that means. Maybe that means I'm not saying a word. I'm biting my tongue. Maybe that means I'm, I'm doing a specific action, something that's kind. Am I responding with love? If it's not, don't do it. Because what's the point? You're just hurting. You're just spreading hate. Mm. No, thank yeah. you. 
Yeah, beautiful. Thank you so much. That was, I could talk to you all day. Just I could so talk you to know. you all day. This has been amazing. Yeah. It's so <laughs> Thank honored. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, before we, we close, what is your last advice to our listeners or the world, to those who are going to be watching this on YouTube as well? Whew. Advice. Oh, man, so many ways we could go with this. Yeah. Um, my advice is this. To embrace life, to live in the moment. Yes, make your goals, make your plans, make the dreams, set those things in the future, then create the plan, but then come to the, this present moment. As things happen, you can look towards the past and learn and grow from it, but don't let that guilt, that shame bring you down. Take the lessons with you, release the guilt and shame, and keep those lessons going forward as wisdom. And then come to the present moment, because you are here right now. You only get this once. Embrace the moment. Look for the beautiful things. Enjoy them and savor them. Look for the gratitudes in your life. You have so many incredible blessings that we just take for granted. Yes. Take time to see them, to observe them, and to savor them. Breathe them in. Let them fill your heart with love, with light. Truly savor them. And then keep looking, because guess what? You're going to find more big ones, small ones, obvious ones, hidden ones. It's amazing what can happen. And as you're doing that, as you're living in the moment, I'm going to go back to what I what I said just a little bit ago, to respond with love, with everything. Respond with love. A person you love, great, respond with love. A person you dislike, respond with love. It's It's not always easy, but when you do, you. It, yes, it helps other people. Yes, it's a beautiful thing to do for other people. But oh my gosh, that inner peace that comes from that, it's like nothing else. Nailed it. Thank you so much. Oh my God, it has been a pleasure having you on my as my guest. Thank you so much. I can't wait to bring you over again. So uh, thank you. Until the next episode, everybody, uh, I'm going to be posting his bio, all his social media links, his website. Please do get in touch with this young man. He is incredible. Uh, he is a great leader. As you can see, he is spreading positive energy everywhere he goes. Please do get in touch with him and uh, wishing you grace, peace and balance. Thank you.